0: Are you someone who doesn't see every movie that comes out? Do you hate your friends and strangers asking if you have seen a movie and then freak out when you haven't? Well, join the you hate to see it pod bean. And you can join Jeff as he talks with Adam, but not me, about movies that Adam forced him to watch, but not me. So you don't have to. Who knows? Maybe you'll finally go see a movie.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to You Hate to See It, But You Love to Hear It. I'm Adam. I'm Jeff. No, I'm just, I don't like I, didn't like I didn't like that one. No, I'm Nick. And uh, today we are uh, graced by the presence of uh, Richard from the Rico Podcast. How are you doing, man?
0: <laughs> no, I'm good, man. How are you
2: doing, guys? Would you Thanks like some having...
3: maracas? For your intro, I can get you some maracas. I find that
2: very disrespectful. That's fine, <laughs> <laughs> because maracas are for you know what? Yeah, maracas are a Puerto Rican thing. Never. It, man.
3: No man, I'm just going
2: back to our episode. Where your intro <laughs> music. You wanted maracas in it. <laughs> just, just a set of maracas just a set of maracas you me. wanted heavy metal
3: music with the maracas in the background as his intro it can be
2: done it can be done i don't know how i don't know like the double pull, and then just
1: and maracas <laughs> when if you become friends with a punk rock band just get them to do it for you you, you also gotta find See, one that can play the maracas. you can't
2: say things like that to me because then it's like now i'm like okay who do i know that can connect me <laughs> that can like okay because i'm I'm friends with a guy named patron daddy you ever heard the mute the song anime bay it's nope. like it's like it's nope. got a ton of it jesus christ you people are not into anime what the fuck <laughs> am i doing I, I watch anime and i don't know what the hell you're talking what about the fu- what the fuck what kind of anime do you watch nick western anime shut up all right <laughs> <Entai. Entai. laughs> <stuff>. western anime <laughs> is <laughs> western really
0: good anime? yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> you know castlevania um it, yeah
2: it's uh, hey man it is good the, the like dota, I the dota that.
0: series dragon's blood all of the netflix it's, stuff that they've been putting it's out it's now dragon's dogma what, not dragon's blood yeah uh, they they also made a dragon's blood it's uh i mean it's it's good that's but, western you know. anime
3: i don't watch a lot of anime but <laughs> what i do watch like i've watched berserk's my favorite it has been always will be i just don't i don't know why something about it i don't think anything else will ever the, out, you have a the lot of
2: unsolved issues jeffrey yeah i do <laughs>
0: the most Thank recent you. one i've finished was uh claymore that's the most recent one i've, finished. I've been
3: i'm i'm nice. on claymore right
2: now it's really good
0: <laughs> you're gonna be really disappointed by the last two episodes <laughs> yeah that i uh up.
2: i've been watching anime since i was five so i've watched probably <laughs> orphan roni kenshin samurai x like seven samurai i started with dbz got into Yu-Gi-Oh, got into digimon the thing that um, like always
3: fucked me with like anime is like there's so much of it like i mm-hmm. just don't know what to go into
2: like, like how I'll are you just...
0: how is someone supposed to start <clears throat> one piece now oh that's In 2022 that's how do
2: you start one piece very easy very easy very easy you can watch your movies. job no you can <laughs> watch the movies so you can watch the movies right because the movies have like recaps obviously you're not gonna get like the little details and stuff mm-hmm. like that or you can just read the manga if you read the manga it'll take you like a week
3: really see it's just like there's so much in like, there is. I'm, I found out that like, I'm into <clears throat> obviously since Berserk's my favorite, I'm into like the dark fantasy type anime. And like, there's just so much. Like I've, I've hit Slayer. on some like, what? Goblin, Goblin Slayer. Slayer. So good. Yeah, I Goblin Slayer is my number two.
2: Have they? It hasn't been done. Have they been finished? Yeah,
3: no. I no, know they put still. out that movie. That was really good. The yeah, Goblin the movie Slayer was movie. just,
2: I think, chapter 26 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Because yeah. I, I read I read a lot of manga. So like I'm I'm wearing like a Chainsaw Man. Have you have you heard about that? No. That's that if you like if you like Berserk, I'm gonna send you a link later of what Chainsaw Man is, and you're gonna, gonna see it and you're gonna be like, oh my god, what is? It's this? gonna
3: have some weird dark web encryption in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All your money's mine now.
3: Um, well, thanks you for got the social. Like, thanks, you got about four dollars from my bank
2: account and a lot of debt. Why am I half a million dollars more in debt? I'm going to steal his social security card and try to sell it in the dark web. They're going to be like, man, give this guy a fucking, give this guy something. <laughs> they're they're going to give start, you gonna money. Someone's going to, gonna, not, yeah, they're, they're going to give it. him money. Yeah, it's they're like, going to start giving you for 25 cents a day. You can also help Jeffrey lines <laughs> It's, hey, it's, like, um, it's just, just a picture of Jeffrey like this. In the eyes of an angel, and and drug dealers just trying to give him money. There's
1: Morocco's playing in the background,
2: (laughs) (laughs) and me and a drum set going.
3: Also, am I the only one drinking?
2: Yeah, probably. That's understandable.
3: Yeah. All right, just want to make sure. I got shit to do today. I'm just making sure on our (laughs) drinking podcast. I'm the only one (laughs) drinking. I'm drinking. At least someone is. Rico, tell us about your podcast a little bit to oh actually my God. get into this.
2: It's a horrible podcast. It's so bad. You uh, shouldn't listen to it. It's on iHeartRadio and on Spotify.
3: But if you want to hear it fucking dumpster fire, I guess you can look up. <laughs> yeah,
2: 100%. Listen, if you like talking about aliens, anime, porno, tentacles, uh, UFC, like my my podcast is like what my brain is like is there's just like a bunch of <laughs> aliens trying to tentacle fuck UFC fighters.
0: When and, we uh, re-record my podcast, we're we're gonna be looking at the Tentai subreddit <laughs> the entire time. That's <laughs> no. all. That's all oh,
2: we're doing. No. no, dude, no. We listen. Tenpai, Tentai. Tentai. God, no, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Well, you know, you know what's funny? You ever heard of cosplay deviants? No, never. Okay, perfect. So cosplay deviants is is uh, like is that a like rule thirty-four. This, 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 this kind of sorta, but like it's cosplayers <laughs> who do that, right? imagine that, Wait, right? What? <laughs> yeah, it's cosplayers, it's like cosplay erotica is what it is. Oh, right. <clears throat> so we interviewed a chick named Gemini Deviant. You you can google her. She's a very good-looking young lady. That's all I'll say. All right. And um uh, I guess I'll go and... to fucking incognito. <laughs> yeah, in so, okay. yeah, you're going to need to go break out
0: break out duck duck go. What yeah. was it? Yeah, Gemini. There you work. go.
2: Gemini Deviant and she's part of Cosplay Deviants. Um so we had her in like one of the first fucking things I tell my co-hosts. Cause this is like when we started the podcast, right? Cause our podcast, like speaking seriously is, is pretty cool, man. It's called the Rico podcast. I'm the host, the co-host is Eric McElroy. <clears throat> and what it's about, it's just like bringing friends. Right. And people think that it's Rico because I'm from Puerto Rico, but it's not, it's Rico because Rico in Spanish means good, delicious. So my podcast is, it's a good podcast. That's why I say that. And I mean that literally. So what what we do is we basically find people that we're interested in talking to or shit that we want to learn about <clears throat> or something that someone wants to bring to the table. Like, you know, like when we had Nick, we got to re-record up and Nick, we were talking about guns and about history and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like when Adam, we talked about movies with Jeff, we talked about life. So everybody has something to share. And we had this young lady called Gemini Deviant and um, she did some modeling for some shirts that we have. And then I'll send you some pictures of they they're pretty cool. Uh, she is a, uh she is an attractive woman very attractive young lady <laughs> and then there's a chick called love space kitten that she did some pictures for some hoodies a hentai hoodie that we have uh, don't worry i'll take one for the team guys thanks <laughs> what was it love space kitten you'll see that she has like a hentai hoodie right that's that's my hoodie you'll see um, one of the pictures on your search bar she has like a hentai it says the holy trinity uh, am of i hentai. going to instagram what am i going to for it you go to instagram yeah instagram she's on instagram she's make sure you cool. log in
1: <laughs> oh, of course. You're right.
2: so so we had we had uh gemini deviant on the podcast and i told my co-host hey man let's not make this weird you know like like let's not be disrespectful you know this is uh, this is someone that she has a following you know she's he's like yeah, yeah no problem i gotta thank you for getting me in trouble as uh my
0: girlfriend is the only significant other that listens to this shit oh so well, thank dude, you for getting perfect, me right over. here hey go up,
2: up go up go up no go all the way up Go all the way up and go to her videos. Yeah, go all the way up, click on reels, right? And that reel right there, she has it. That's our hoodie. That's our hoodie that she's wearing. I'm right scared there. to click on it. No, no, no. It's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. 100 percent It's bad. on Instagram. It's you bad. get Instagram, blocked yeah. if you no, no, show it no, no. is... yeah, yeah, yeah. See that hoodie, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> it's got some. T- <laughs> so that's our hoodie. She did like a photo shoot for us. So she's a really cool person too. So we haven't gotten her yet, but we had Gemini Deviant. That was Gemini. wild. This is, yeah. This is... yeah. This is the type of people I'm friends with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so shout out to Love Space. She's really cool, man. So we had, uh, we had Gemini Deviant on, and the first fucking question my co-host asked, all right, so what's your, what's your favorite tentacle dildo? She goes, oh, my God, can I give a shout out? And I was like, no. What is happening here? And then she starts talking about Hentai, hentai con. She goes, Rico, you should come to hentai Con so We can hang out. I was like, No, 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 I don't think, I don't think that's that's a, I don't think that's a good idea. And she goes, Yeah, we have something called dub that hentai, where they grab people in the crowd and you have they play a hentai and you have to like say things as you see the characters. Talking. Oh, I'm all like, in now. No, I'm down she for invi- this. They invited me, bro. They invited me, and I was like, No, no, I don't. I I'll like, do anything once. You know? I'll,
1: I'll do. <laughs>
2: this sounds like a lot of fun, bro. So they so they also invited me to um. They were like, hey, if you're ever on, like, we'll get you some passes. They have they have like uh, uh, they go to cons and then they have what's called the cosplay deviance party. Uh, And obviously it's it's just them like, you know, dancing on a pole and stuff like that and people hanging out. Nothing crazy happens. You know, that's really people are pretty well behaved there because if you touch one of them, bro, you'll get fucked up. Like and 100 Mm percent, if I was there and I saw somebody getting hands, a bunch of one bunch of
3: one punch man show up and just start. They all get one punch at you, but there's, like, 5,000 of them just
2: beating yeah. your ass. Well, and the thing is, is, like, you got to, like, be respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's someone's that's someone's kid, first of all, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, don't get handsy with somebody. And she was, like, telling me. I was, like, dude, how crazy this is this? She's, like, bro, like, the people that show up to those parties, it's nuts. And if you go to Cosplay Deviants on Instagram and you pull up, like, the parties, you see, like, a lot of people. And it's just chicks on cosplays, like, stripping. and Not stripping. Like, they're just dancing on a pole and stuff. So it was crazy the kind of parties, and that was like I was like I can never go to that. <laughs>
3: I, would, I don't know. I'm a big believer I'm in like. I'm a big believer I would in like, like. Oh no. Try anything once, I guess. Like, dude, especially if it makes you uncomfortable, because that's usually where you find out a lot. No, it's
2: not even that it makes me uncomfortable. It's just I personally like I don't. I, that's not that's not me anymore. Well, like, it's so just, it's just not my thing anymore. I'm not big into
3: strip clubs. I would maybe. If you really convinced me when I was really drunk and we bought the tickets while I was drunk, I'd probably hold up my end of the
1: bargain
0: and but, go but to But I guarantee Entai you Con. I can get you for free. <laughs>
1: well, That's fine. I'm Dare like, I
0: ask, where is this located?
1: <laughs> where is I'm it, sitting located here it? and I'm like, okay.
3: Anticon, we need to get tickets. Oh, I got no clue i'm god <laughs> damn it my search history
1: today i'm sitting here and i'm like okay you hate to see it now needs to create a Pornhub account where we watch hentai and dub I'm our own doing, voices i'm, over not, it. Doing and I'm just not doing that i'm not doing that jokes the whole time <laughs> no. like, it'll, this be this yeah. it'll be
3: another adam and i
1: yeah it's apparently oh, at god. an airport <laughs> it'll be rico hey, jeff and i that's it it's, no. in, it's
2: no. in burbank california i 100% will not go to hentai oh wait that's car, 2019 god no yeah there's just it's just not my thing like it's just not like i don't want to i don't understand the point of it either <clears throat> i know it's probably for people to just promote their stuff but it's like yeah you know i'd love to go to uh an anime con though like to go to the san diego one san diego comic con we a, went that's to a list.
0: c2e2 in 2019 Ooh, nice that, that was, was cool. th- yeah i like love that one
1: i got to uh i got to meet uh mark ruffalo and Stephen amell
2: Ooh, Stephen Amell. That's someone that I 100% would love to talk to. But no, Gemini Deviant was like one of the first guests that we had that I was like, oh, like, like people are, are 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 pretty cool. Like, you know, she was like, she handled it like a boss and she's like, yeah, I like this and this. Like she was very, and she even talked about like how hard it is for her to date and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, I can't imagine. Like, <laughs> You got to have someone that's like really sure of like, you know, everything. Cause that, t- that takes like a very specifically like,
3: confident person to date yeah. someone you like have to that. be
2: super confident like super confident that that like and do the thing is like you know even she says that she's like dude like i'm alone most of the time like i would love to have somebody to talk to you know and stuff like that and it's like dude like that's just so sad and she's got her shit together you know she has she has a job she has like she pays her own bills she makes her own way in the world like <clears throat> some people man they just get upset they just get upset just she even asked up- me
3: I was gonna say it brings up that question that has been asked ever since OnlyFans came out is like, would you date someone who's on OnlyFans? And everyone's oh, yeah. like, No. And oh, yeah. that's because us oh,
2: as yeah. a society are not I wouldn't. I'll confident. be very open with that. I would not. No, I can respect that, dude, because I've I've heard all arguments. Like, one argument is like, I don't want someone seeing that, and I'm like, Yeah, I can I can understand that. You know, I... my argument is always, you know, everybody's gonna have everybody's gonna have their own way of doing things. Like, one thing I've learned, like what especially interviewing people is that everybody has a way of doing things. And if it works for them, fine, man. Like, don't, you know, like some people just, they don't like that. Other people's don't. That's why I love Missouri, dude. That's why I don't leave Missouri. Because people are pretty cool. Like, you could talk to someone and say, you know, like, hey, I don't believe in OnlyFans. They go, oh, man, that's, that's very respectful of you. And then they go, well, I have an OnlyFans. If you'd like to join, www.onlyfans.com. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm, I'm very
0: do whatever you want
2: yeah but, right. but also for, you,
0: for me yeah like i yeah
2: no and dude i respect that like no. i know people that like like you know me and my wife like i can't wait for my wife to stop working <laughs> <laughs> like for real bro like i want my wife around all the time man. i want to hang out with my wife like i love i love doing it but it's not doable right now so
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's just one of those things that it's slowly man everybody finds a thing i mean adam you're engaged right yeah What's your relationship like? Does she peg you? Do you peg her? Um, <laughs> a little of both, a little of both, a little bit of both. See, how can you be a man if you're not willing to get pegged, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's why I'm not a real man. But um, <laughs> I was gonna say you can chalk me up as a woman now. <laughs> <laughs> you chalk me up as a woman, oh dude. Nah, man. The only fan things we thought about putting the podcast on OnlyFans instead of um
3: yeah i think we talked about that I yeah it was with you episodes. i think it was with yeah. adam or
2: you i was like thinking i was like yeah i was like dude we thought i about listened it, to but both
3: then- but i think it was i think yeah it was me because i talked about how um our patron i was like i like at the end of episodes when uh, it's like maybe if you go over the five dollar tier maybe you'll start finding feet picks <sighs> And that's where you said you wanted to go on OnlyFans, but you didn't want it to do it because what people if a guy, credit yeah, card, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what if a wife sees a credit card to OnlyFans, yeah. but it's your podcast.
2: But again, you know, that's, that's the unfortunate part of it. Like when you do business like that, you know, like people, you know, like <clears throat> people will always have like an agenda and like, to me, that's why I'm the type of person, like, you know, we had, we got offered like some money before we started the podcast from a company. And I was like, "Well, how do you guys want to do this?" They're like, "Well, 50 50 I'm like, "Listen, I gotta have hundred percent creative control." <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just I, I'm one of those people that it's like, because I, I look at things and I'm like, the way that I do things is very like, you know, I plan things in a in a way where I think of a lot of contingencies. You know, that's why we've been able to be pretty successful.
3: Let's get into a little bit. I mean, since this is your first time on our podcast, explain to us how, kind of how. You, you have a pretty interesting life up to this point of like different jobs and so explain go. to <laughs> us kind of how you got to each little point because like when I like you said on my episode we kind of talked about life because I talked about my past jobs like a private investigator and yeah it kind of spun off onto that and from what I heard you've done quite a few interesting things so kind of how did all that start and get to where you are now doing a <sighs> podcast instead like, with which one? Like, which one do you want to start with?
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I guess
3: start, I mean, getting into the Army is, I mean, it's getting in the Army. But, I mean, I guess from there, really, because I feel like that's probably where all your other jobs sprouted from. Uh, like what you, would what'd you do in the Army? And then how'd that correlate into you getting your other jobs?
2: That, that's a good question. Nobody's ever really asked me that. Uh, so, I actually am, am an interpreter by nature. Like, okay. I've been interpreting, like, professionally, like, getting paid since I was 14. And it started out, like, in, in high school, like, the teachers would let me tutor people, right? Because my you, English was really good. When did you move to the U.S.? Because you were originally born in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, I was born and raised. Yeah. Yeah, like, I went to high school and everything to Puerto Rico. <clears throat> I went to actually what's called a business high school. Uh, uh, okay. what they call it a business high school. Um, and it was, like, really hard to get into, too. Like, my mom went through there, um, and my mother wanted me to do it. And when I used to have to take entry level exams back home uh, for English, right, because they had to place you in English because, you know, because everything's in Spanish, but English class was different. So I used to fail them on purpose because I didn't Mm -hmm. I didn't want to take advanced English. Mm -hmm. So then when I went to this high school, there was like a process, you know, an interview and stuff like that, because you had to be like in a suit. um, There was a uniform. You had to be a part of a club. So like you had to be good at like one thing and then multiple other things. So what I did was, is I was going in to do a uh, computer in English, right? Like to, to try to get uh, my, my English level up and then to be good at like typing. Right. Cause that's when computers, like when computers started really becoming a thing, like for, for in my life, for me, was in like early two thousands, but I knew how to type really fast. Like mm-hmm. I can still type like 170 or 200 words per minute with less than five mistakes. So that's like yeah. less than 2% mistakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I went in and I took a, a test and um, you know, I was interpreting without realizing it. Cause I would, I would look at magazines cause like game pro Nintendo power and stuff didn't come in Spanish. Mm-hmm. It, it was all in English. So I would have to like, for my friends that didn't speak English, I would translate for them. that's called a site translation. <clears throat> so I got to this high school and this teacher looks at my, my test results and she starts talking to me in English. And I, I, I reply in English. She starts talking to me in Spanish. I reply in Spanish. And then she like says something she goes, can you translate? Can you interpret that? I go, yeah. And I interpreted it in in the correct way. And she goes in front of my dad, she goes, so how long have you been failing the English chess on purpose? My dad was a cop for 30 years and he did 17 years of deep narcotics and recover work. Mm -hmm. So my dad's a scary motherfucker. (laughs) And I was like, I just didn't want to take, you know, I was just honest. I was just really honest. I was like, I just didn't want to take English. She goes, we're going to train you to be an interpreter. I was like, yeah, whatever. And they did. I did, uh, I did interpreting. I went to Disney and stuff like that to be an interpreter. But I also went because I competed in improvised oratory and got a top three in the island. And then I went at a national level. And that's a whole story I can tell you about too. But then um, I was like charging my friends to help do their homework. And I charge them like five bucks of homework, you know, so I always had cash on me like that was a little entrepreneur me. Then when I went to college, I just didn't I didn't really like what I was doing. Like, I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, Mm -hmm. I was just fucking around because I was like, I didn't really go out much. Like, my parents didn't let me go out that much, you know. So, you you know, know, you're one of
3: those people that kind of. Sheltered, not sheltered but you know what not i mean. not sheltered but like but my like, dad you know my you dad was do a lot and then you get to college yeah. and you just fucking explode and
2: do yeah and know. it was because you know at the time that i was raised my dad was i think that's my opinion it was because my dad was a narcotic <laughs> officer and you know my last name is is not very rare it's not it's not it's it's not common in puerto rico so you yeah. put one plus one of eliz of huh you know and uh you know i went to college fucked around got kicked out uh, found out yeah found out real quick that the world doesn't really give a fuck about you um and i became homeless for a little bit after i became homeless my grandparents like picked me up and uh my grandfather said listen like you gotta you gotta fucking figure out what the fuck you're gonna do with your life because you ain't gonna stay here you know you already burned too many bridges because you know i went to college and like i just couldn't make it and like i wanted to work and my dad didn't want me to work so i was still living under his thumb So it was, like, really difficult to, like, do anything. And, like, Mm -hmm. I knew that I was, like, a little bit more different than everybody because I saw the world in, like, a very different light, you know? Like, even at a young age, like, I always, like, saw things, like, very differently. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say that. But for me, it's, like, you know, talking with my wife, I've come to realize, like, oh, yeah, no, like, I'm weird. Like, like, I'm fucking weird, you know?
3: You're the oddball.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, my grandfather, he'd served. So he said, uh, well, you know, maybe join the Army. So I went to the army recruiter and I was like, you know, my grandfather was an MP, so I'm just going to go be an MP, you know, go be a cop. And the guy said, well, you got to get a waiver because you're five, six. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I'll do whatever I got to do. So I had to PT every day. So what my grandfather did is he'd just make me run on the beach for six months every day. And it was like four miles. And you just run that bitch every day on boots and it fucking sucked. And uh, you know, I went to basic, went as an MP you know, went to Iraq, uh, came back to Leonardwood. Wood. Uh, we had a lot of drug problems there. So you end up working drugs there. You know, you work a lot of drug cases, a lot of domestics. Because, um, you know, people don't want to get mental health help in the Army because, you know, we're tough and we went to war. And, yeah, we don't need to talk. Well, to. Well, it's also not
3: like there's a lot of mental health help anyways.
2: Well, the thing is, is here's the thing. There's a ton of help out there. There's a shit ton of help in the army because the army is one of the, the the military is one of the best organizations there is. You know why? Cause there's a fucking rule for everything. There's a book on how to tie your fucking shoelaces, bro. You understand like how, how fucking crazy that is. There's a fucking book that tells you left to right over top, by the way. So there's a fucking book that tells you how to be a soldier and what to do. The problem is you, it's like any other place in the world, you get people that everybody thinks are fucking special Mm-hmm. and everybody wants to argue, and some people make it, some people don't, and then the problem is you have leadership, and then people, like, don't really have a focus, so what I realized in the Army was, like, okay, what do I need to do, like, I made sergeant in two years and six months, Jeez. you know, yeah, exactly, I've only met one other person so far, I'm sure there's others, but I've only met another person, he made it in two years, and that's Mark Fry, and he told me, Mark told me later on, he goes, I've never met someone make it that fast, the second fastest person you ever met was three years, so, you know, Jeez. so I kind of, like, knew. And then I went to SWAT school. That was fun. That's where I met my best friend, uh, Sean Davis. Uh, he's my business partner, too, for my my T-shirt company, Red and And we're still friends. Like, that's the guy that taught me literally how to fucking kill people, I guess, you know? Like, yeah. he was my SWAT instructor. <clears throat> and um, went to Korea for a little bit. Lived there for two, you know, almost two years. And then uh, when I got out, I just didn't really know what to do. So... I had always done jujitsu because I remember one of the things that my recruiter said was, you know, you're a short guy, but you have a lot of build and you're very strong. He goes, you need to learn how to fight because you're going to get in situations that, you know, you, you don't know what to do. So I picked up jujitsu and I'm a purple belt now under Kaiotera, you know, and I was a sponsored athlete for a while. I competed, um, competed for a while, like for three years. All I did was just compete like day in and day nine, I did two to three tournaments a month, even local tournaments, even like school tournaments, anything, anything where I could just go fucking fight somebody, uh, a grapple grapple somebody. I'm sorry, not fight. Uh, you grapple with somebody. And then I trained three times a day and whatnot. And during that time, uh, I got, uh, I got offered a job as a GS five to work with Homeland security. And I was still trying to be like, a. uh, uh, I was still trying to be a federal agent because I wanted to work human trafficking. Um, Cause I work enough drug cases that I just got drug working drug cases is fun. I'm gonna tell you that. Cause it's a lot of, you learn how to observe people. Yeah. And you, you really, really learn how to like talk with people and being a, and being an MP like really taught me that because dude, there's nobody and people are going to fucking check you like a motherfucker. I had a colonel get a DWI or DUI. I can't remember. And because my soldier was of E3, they said that the soldier had it out for him. Like this is legit shit that you hear that is just ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um, so you hear, you know, shit like that. And like, you know, that also like really shocked me because one of the things that makes me different too is uh, my parents both were in law, not law enforcement, but in the legal field. So since I was a kid, I've been around attorneys and lawyers. And since I was like 13, 14, I'd go to my mom. My mom used to work at the, the courthouse and I'd sit and watch trials and watch cases. And I would just, Oh, what does that word mean? Oh, well, this word means that because as a kid, my dad wanted me to learn English. So my dad was just fucking brutal about, he would ask me a question like, yo, go get me, go get me a beer. What color is this beer? Silver. How do you say silver in, in English? that was the answer a lot of times i got by the way and he'd go okay how do you say beer in english i said you know okay cool well go find go find a dictionary write that word 100 times and then translate it 100 times and then learn the meaning of the word silver right well that carried on and like now like i have you know i'm the language ninja motherfucker like fuck around you know like that's that's why i'm that's why i'm cocky with that with that title and um You know when I when I got the job with Homeland, um, you know, it didn't last for a couple reasons. You know, and um, what I ended up learning from that was like, oh, like this isn't really something that I want to do. Like I didn't I didn't like the vibe of it because I was originally supposed to go. It was in Boston, Massachusetts, and um, I I was originally going to go to work human trafficking cases, and then when they saw my army records. They were like, MP, speak Spanish, certified interpreter by DOD. Huh. They're like, hey, man, you're going to go work drugs. I'm like, no, no, I I go to human trafficking. That's where I'm going. Don't send me. And they did. They sent me to work drugs. And I did for a little while. That was fun. You know, work wiretaps and stuff like that. So, like, you learn a lot, too. Like, one thing I've realized is that everything that I've done in my life is I always, like, try to learn as much as I can. And that's, what's like made a huge difference. Like no matter what I do, like, you know, when I was homeless, one of the things that I learned is how to be resourceful. And unfortunately, you know, I, I had to steal sometimes. So mm-hmm. like you'd go to the food court. Right. And it, it really taught me how to like people watch. Like I'd go to the food court, dude. Cause like, let me tell you three days without fucking food, it'll fucking <laughs> show you. And uh, I'd sit in the food court. Uh, I would clean up first. Cause I could smell myself. So I would, people wouldn't tell. And I'd sit in the food court. In the food court, you hear number 25, number 25. And if they said it after the second time, there wasn't a third time. They'd throw it away. So I'd hear number 25. Oh, that's one. 25. Oh, hey, man, that's my dad's. So that's how I got food for like two weeks. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and, and then they realized it. <laughs> you got a lot of different dads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, you learn a few things from there. Then when I came back from, from Boston, uh, I was still doing jiu-jitsu, too, is the thing. Like, I got my blue belt in jiu-jitsu after 11 months. Yeah, after, like, 11 months, I got my blue belt. I won a ton of tournaments at white belt, too, is the thing. I won a ton of tournaments at white belt. Blue belt, not so much. <laughs> blue belt was a, was a very difficult fucking belt for me. Like, very difficult because it was like, you know, I was in a bad relationship. um, And I was like drinking a lot, um, because I was like training, and I was really depressed. And when I say drinking a lot, like every night, I would have like three drinks, three, four drinks, you know, to me, that's a lot, you know, so Mm -hmm. like, you know, I I realized that and then uh, I got some help. And uh, after I got help, uh, I kept doing jujitsu and whatnot. And I got injured, I got my neck injured. So during that time, like, I concentrated more on being an interpreter and, uh, started like growing, like, you know, my, my translation business. Uh, and that's where like I started working like human trafficking cases because what happened was, is I, I was told by a friend of mine at jujitsu named Lucas Walker. He goes, dude, you should have a business about translations. I'm like, man, nobody need a fucking translator. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like who the fuck needs a translator in Springfield, Missouri? Well, Richard, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell, tell these you children over here that are being sold by their parents need your fucking help. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, that's, that's what happened is I got a call one day from, from a place in Branson and they go, hello, is this Mr. Avila's?" And like my business was named Avila's translations. And I fucking hated it because I didn't want to use my fucking last name. Um, and then later on, like I, I was like, I'm rebranding. So I called it language ninja solutions. And now I'm the fucking <laughs> language ninja. And I'll even tell you this. I've never told this story anywhere uh the reason i had i called it was because there was a fatal agent that used to fuck with me because i was like really fast and i was really good at translating and the guy used to call me look at the little language ninja we got a little language ninja here i want to fuck him up every time he said that and he'd always talk shit like well i'm big you know Jujitsu doesn't work on me and i'm like let me show you a video of me fighting a 237 pound person let me tell you what happens (laughs) um so it's like you know shit like that like really fucking irks me because it's like dude like we have we have guys at the gym that are like above six feet and are ripped yeah it's fun (laughs) 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 i like i like scrapping like that's one thing you'll know about me is i like fucking (laughs) fighting and that's why i like i like train and i like i lift and like i meditate because like it's just like once i came back from iraq dude it was like a switch it was like a switch like i was never such a i i've you know man i was really calm Like I'm back to like the normal self that I was when I was 18. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I turned 21 in Iraq. You know, I was 19 when I joined. I left in 2008. 2008, January 9 was when I arrived in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. And that was the first time I'd ever seen fucking snow too, by the way. Oh, we just, yeah, that uh, was, that was the first time, by the way, that I ever experienced below 68 degree weather. Oh, and you know, fuck. you know what it was that day? It was 11 degrees.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, spring, it's spring right now. And I just had two full days of nothing, but like December snow. So Same this man. is, this is
2: hell yeah this
1: is hell has frozen over for me but let
2: me tell you by the way what happens when you get hit when you get out of a bus and you've never experienced 11 degree weather you pass out (laughs) you pass the fuck out you get out of it and when it hits you you go whoop and you go forward (laughs) and that was my introduction to the army i 11 degree weather that is yeah most people don't know that about me most people think that oh he's from new york like no motherfucker, I never came to a place that was, I would go to Texas. I would go to Florida. That is not. That is not the United States. No. <laughs> Orlando <laughs> and
1: Texas are not the United the, States. The They're Midwest is here. a whole different monster. The event. Midwest
2: is fucking
1: <clears throat> wild. Bro. Like literally, like, well, it was like five days ago. We had
2: sixty-eight degree weather, and now it's snowing. Like it's yeah. December. And see, like... I don't know how it is for you guys because I don't know what the gun laws are, but like here, it's like. Bro, a 16-year-old could have a fucking gun. You know, and I'm exaggerating. No, Illinois garbage. is garbage. Yeah, no. Here, everybody's yeah. really polite. Like, yeah. when I mean really polite, like, bro, people will stop on a light. Like, no, 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 you go. And you're like, fuck. Like, when my cousin, my cousin came from Jersey, and he moved down here. And, dude, I remember one day we were driving. And see, you guys will understand this. You'll find this funny. We were driving, and there's, like, a lot of old-school cars. Because Springfield is super, like, dude, you're not – if you move to Springfield now, you can afford, and I'll say this right here. If you move to Springfield, Missouri right now in the next six months, you're going to grow with the city and you're going to be able to afford housing. You're going to be able to afford everything and you're going to take care of it. It would be smart for business ventures to do that, right? Mm. Because in a year, you're not going to be able to. Really? And I, I promise you that, dude, We we had half a million people in the city for the past week. Because of Bass Pro. Because this is Bass Pro headquarters. Really, Dusty Slay was at the Blue Room Comedy Club. Dusty Slay, who's on Netflix. He sold out six shows with 250 people. You could not go downtown. Like, good luck going downtown Springfield on a weekend, homie. Have fun, bro. Have fun. You like hunting? You can go hunt. You like doing this? Like, good luck, bro. I'm telling you right now. That's why I'm not leaving town. Dude, a flight from here to LA, if you time it, You can get it for 150 for three days. For four days, I'm sorry. Yeah, 150 bucks round trip. Shit, that's what I'm saying. Like you're You're flying Spirit. Guess what? No, 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 no. Spirit doesn't fly out of here. You can check that. It's a Legion or American Airlines. I would prefer American Airlines. I'll pay the extra 75. (laughs) Um. So the thing is, is like you know, like Springfield is a town that number one, like this town has been very good to me. Like even, even with the issues that I had with CPS and like all that other stuff, you know, uh, this town has been very good. And like, I, I know so many people in this town and I love this town that for me, it's like, I'll, I won't run for politics, but I'll hundred percent try to grow my business and my podcast out of here. Cause I want people to come here Yeah, because if, if I can grow and get better people, like dude, we're trying to get Larry down here, movies, movies are starting to be produced here because the, the only problem with the movies is that the tax And that's something that, that I think that'll change. I think that's something that'll change for productions and stuff like that because, you know, everybody goes to Georgia
0: Yeah,
2: for the walking dead. Does it, you know, Ozarks, Missouri, Ozarks, Missouri is 30 minutes from my house. So when I got out of the army, uh, I, I decided to move here to Springfield, right. Going back on track. And the reason was because I I made like a lot of friends here in, in Missouri and my best friend who I told you earlier, Sean, who, who was my, my SWAT instructor, he had a house and he said, dude, just, you know, we were really good friends, dude. Um, We're we're still really good friends. I was just on the phone with him. Um, What happened was he was going to Afghanistan and he was married to this woman who was not very nice. We're just going to leave it at that. And he said, Hey, if anything happens and she leaves, just move over into my house and take it over. And I was just going to live with Sean while I went to school. My plan was I'll live with Sean, you know, and take care of Sean. And wherever Sean goes, I'll move with him because that's my homie, you know. And uh, well, turns out he didn't want to leave Fort Leonardwood because he owned a house there. So, dude, I ended up uh, moving in with this girl that I was dating at the time. And, you know, it went well. You know, we, we lived at Chardonnay for a little while. And like, dude, they were super nice to us. Um, but it was hard, man, Like, because when you get out of the military, like there's not a lot of structure you know, in the military, everything's planned. Like it's, it's real, real easy, real fun. Like for real, like I tell people this all the time, like, dude, my best friend, my best friend who I posted on him the other day, posted a picture of me and him together, standing together. My best friend was in Puerto Rico. He didn't want to leave the island. Fucking had a kid called me one day, two o'clock in the morning crying. I don't know what to do. And I was like, go join the military. What else are you going to do? And what do you have to lose? He joined and he ended up joining as an MP, bro. He was just in Arkansas the other day as a shooting instructor like just traveling. and He lives in Alaska, makes a shit ton of money. Like I always tell people like one thing will lead to the next, right? Like I was already a famous interpreter translator because of like the human trafficking cases that I did. And like, I did interviews and like, I, I toured all over the U S doing presenting my business at 1 million cups, which that was like wild. We can talk about that too. Like that was like, that was like a really wild thing that I did that is now starting to pay off. Have you guys ever heard of 1 million cups? No. Okay, so it, it's an organization that is run by the Kaufman Foundation. And what it is, it's like, it's a, a spot where like, businesses come to present their business and you talk with people. Well, the cool thing about it is that you learn about like problems that other people are having and how they solve them. And then you also learn on businesses, like how to grow as a business owner. And it's good networking, dude. Like I go there to have fun. You know, I go there and tell a few jokes and stuff like that. Like when I go there and I just mess with people and, you know, I end up like, I have someone who offered me, I won't say the name cause it's, we're currently signing paper, but he offered me money to, there's a podcast that they want me to do about this book that he wrote. And uh, when I saw like the amount I about shit myself, um, cause he just, you know, he was like, Hey, I listen to your show and I like it and blah, blah, blah. So like, there's a lot of business opportunities. And I've been going there for four years. And and dude, I, I took a tour. I had ten thousand dollars that I saved up, and I asked someone, "What would you do if you had ten grand if you wanted to learn about business?" And he said, "I would tour and just present my present my businesses in every in as many as I can." So I did like over over ten. I went to Reno. I went to Orlando. I went to Orlando with my wife, and actually did the first ever podcast interview that I did. She wasn't my wife at the time and she just went with me and when the guy says well you're with your wife and I said no 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 I I, and I froze and I said I have many lady friends and as soon as I came out of my mouth and my head went (laughs) what the fuck fuck stupid fuck Fuck?" and she just like (laughs) went I was just like oh bro I'm gonna get slapped so bro the whole drive back she got a lot of lady friends huh bro (laughs) thank god thank god someone hasn't found that clip and like like, God damn it. No, I don't want to say that. God damn it. I shouldn't have said that. Motherfucker, Adam. We're going we're gonna to look <laughs> it up. We're going to find it, yeah. We're, no, we're already oh, on it. No, no, no. God, no. No, I should have said that. Bro, it was so embarrassing. Because I married her. That's, that's what my wife is. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to the clip, you you see, like, how much how much the vibe changes. And it's like, oh, God. Like, that was me before I, like, figured out that interviews are kind of like an interrogation or interviewing someone, right? Like, as an yeah. MP, you have to conduct interrogations and stuff. And, and here's the thing that I learned was I used to just scream at people because I knew they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew people were wrong, but it wasn't about them being wrong. It was about like, and I was told this as an MP was, you know, when you're when you're out there, you're trying to help people like you're not trying to fuck people over. And one of the things that I realized is if you just talk to people like human beings, like dude, they'll admit they fuck up, you have to pay the price. But at least if you can admit that you made a fuck up and like, dude, I, I couldn't get a confession like the first month that I started, I just could not. People would just be like, "I'm broken my fifth right." Fuck you, bro. And I, I just get so pissed. So I had a warrant officer tell me, "You got to talk to people like a human being, bro. Like you're not better than them. Like it's just different circumstances." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say this warrant officer's name because he's still in, but he and there was another sergeant who's a death sergeant that he's also in. Um, so I don't want to say their names, but they, they taught me a lot, you know? And it was like, you know, you got to try to negotiate with people, man. Even if you hold all the cards, like it's better to like win people over and like come to an agreement. So that really helped me like, look at life a little bit differently, you know, because like, I, I used to think like, well, I'm hot shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. You know, I've been to war. Like I, I thought I had a big dick. Cause I was like, bro, I've been a war. Like I'm an E four. I'm doing good. I'm in shape. I, I can, can you run realize
3: fucking- two, two is below average. <laughs> Big sad.
2: So like, and then the other thing was, <laughs> is the, the thing that like really like broke me honestly was, uh, and most people don't know this. I actually got a, a <laughs> I actually got a, a what's the saying? Uh, I got dumped while I was in Iraq. Ooh. so like yeah like she you know she didn't tell me we found out that she married somebody <laughs> Oof. and uh, i found out what the fuck yeah That's a yeah most people move. don't know yeah most people don't know that most people don't know that most people don't know that dude uh i was i was with this person and then she like got married to another dude and i found out through a family member oh,
3: all right adam uh you have to label the episode with this figure it out <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, dude, most people. I wasn't even like, you know man, here's the thing is I wasn't even mad that that she did that. I was just mad that she wasn't honest with me. That's what fun, I was like. It was the
1: lying and hiding. It that was the lying the and worst. hiding
2: is what was what bothered me. And and I even said that to her and I said I don't I don't wish you any ill intent, but like what you know man, that's yeah, like what the fuck cuz you know I still wanted to see her tits. Um, but you know <laughs> I think that's a huge thing with uh, the people that
3: don't understand about like people Pits? who deal with cheating. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, and, and, it's, and yeah. it's yeah. not always the fact of like that they did it. It's the fact that they didn't just tell you, Hey, I don't like this anymore. Like yeah, that's and, fine. Like, you know, As a human and, being, yeah. like you can accept that and walk away. Well, because, like, because, because you're
2: you're scared and like, I've noticed like, you know, I've cheated on people. Like I'm, I'm no fucking saint. You know what I'm saying? And like, the thing was, is my justification was, well, you know, man, like you just don't provide everything that I need or, or want or everything that I need. Right. That's what I would always say. And I never really like I was the type of person that it's like, oh, I need this, you know, like I need to work out. Right. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to work out, but <clears throat> I need to work out. So I fucking, you know, I put myself through something for an hour every fucking day, every fucking day. And that's how I started losing weight because I, I, I paused for a while. And it was the worst thing I could have done because I even started to look younger again. Like, I've seen pictures of, like, progress for the past three months. And it's fucking night and day in my face, right? So, like, I don't need, I don't want to work out, but I need to work out. Yeah. Like, with dating, you know, for me, it was like, oh, I need this. I need this in a woman. I need this. Well, you know, but what do I want? And, like, what I realized is that I, I wasn't really looking at it. And, like, I'm a really shallow person. Like, I tell people this, like, I'm shallow as fuck, bro. Like, my wife is hot as fuck. (laughs) <laughs> and my wife is hot as fuck and everybody laughs because it's like it's like oh my god and I'm like yeah cuz she's hot like that's that's about 50% of the reason I'm with my wife. The other 50% is because my wife taught me a lot of shit and my wife was like the first person to like ever like accept me and like make me a better person, you know. Yeah. She invested. She was the first person to ever like uh really <clears throat> really invest in me, you know. And, like, you know, I have exes that I get along with. <clears throat> I have an ex who actually, like, that was, like, my first love. And she reminds me, like, my wife's, Um, I don't want to say spirit because that's not the, the correct word. But, like, the vibe or, like, how my wife acts yeah. is the exact same way that that chick used to be. And that chick, she she ended up dying. She had a surgery and she ended up dying. That, like, broke me for a while because that was somebody that's known me since I was, like, 14, you know. And I got I don't have a lot of people like that. Like, I got four left. You know, I got two homies that uh, they've known me since I was like 12. Um, both of them are out of the island now, thankfully, and they're, they're doing great with their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like when I came to Missouri, it was just me. Like I don't have family around. Yeah. You know, so you like you you learn how to like one thing that I hadn't learned that I never learned from the military was how to like deal with loneliness, you know, because, you know, it gets really lonely, man. Like It gets really fucking lonely, dude. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Because, you know, as an MP, you kind of work, you work. you know, you're in a company, but it's like, you got a schedule. And dude, I would work like instead of, I would always tell guys like, hey, if I got to work a double because, you know, someone wants to spend time with their wife, I'll fucking work a double. You yeah. know, and I was always that guy. But Then what I noticed is, you know, when I needed something, everybody threw a fucking fit. So I was like, well, this isn't, this isn't fair. Right. Um, and like, you learn a lot of things, man you know like that's how i was able to like keep doing all those things because i realized like i can't do something that has an end like i just can't like that's why interpreting i do it and i'm really fucking good at it you know uh jiu-jitsu like i wish someday to be good at jiu-jitsu i wish someday we need to schedule
3: uh we we need to schedule a fight between you and joe rogan oh
2: (laughs) god no dear lord no isn't he a black belt belt? now? he is a black belt he's a 10th planet black belt yeah um yeah, he got his, his black belt like four years ago. So he's probably a first or second degree black belt. Um, but uh, nah, dude, I wouldn't want to fight him because he, me and him are the same height. So we probably have the same style, I would say. And I've seen him roll. So he probably like is like a boa. Like when I try to like pinch someone like standing, I try to take your back. <clears throat> That's what I like to do. I just like to arm drag because you mm-hmm. have to reach to touch me. Because I always tell people like, this is what Kyle says to us is like, don't get in fights it's unnecessary because number one you could have a knife you could have something sharp you could have a gun like there's too many variables so the first thing i do when someone like wants to fight is i just run i just go away second of all because legally you know if you if you google one picture of me Mm -hmm. or if you google richard avila's interpreter one of the things that'll pop up is pictures of me doing jiu-jitsu so it's like, what do you think a defense attorney is going to do? They're going to fucking pull that up. And then guess what? Now they're going to use that against me in court. So that's why I always tell people, like, unless you touch me and I tell you, like, I get people ample time. Like, don't fucking touch me. Uh, I don't I just don't do anything because there's no one's going to gain anything. This is my co-host, <laughs> Eric. <Hello. laughs> Shit. You see, here. So we got the whole gang. <laughs> get it has it. So like the thing is, is like the reason I've kept doing things over the years is everything has like a good reason right like interpreting for me is uh is like my life i'm an interpreter before anything else and i say that because the way that i structure my life is i have hierarchies like it's me my wife my kid it's me because if i'm not doing okay i I can't take care of my kid i was gonna say it fucks up everything else if me and my wife aren't doing okay but me and my kid are doing okay that's a huge issue it's like a huge problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have friends who have their hierarchies structured differently and, and it works for them. But for me, it's like interpreting, you know, interpreting comedy, jujitsu, podcasting. And, and the reason for that is because I, I value my family a lot, you know? And for me, it's like to have, to have, you know, someone like me that I came from the Island, I'm like, you know, I didn't have anybody here. Yeah, uh near me, at least, you know, within like 500 miles. It, it, it's it's terrifying, man. It's like fucking terrifying sometimes, dude. Like I remember the first time I uh I went my wife's family. Her mom goes, <laughs> She goes, Oh my god, Richard, so what are you doing here? I go, Oh man, all oh, cool, you know. She goes, So uh like where's your family? I go, Oh, they're in Puerto Rico. She goes, No silly. I mean like here in the area. I go, Oh my bad, they're in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> she, goes, she goes no 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 but like okay what if you get sick well i pray to god i don't die <laughs> yeah. she thought i was fucking joking so like one day i got sick and like i didn't call anybody and i had like a temperature i had like 103 degree fever and i just laid on the ground under the fan because if you lay like without anything i just had my underwear on i just lay on the ground because you want to be on cold yeah you be with something cold and you know you learn that in the army too because in the army like bro like if you're sick you better be fucking dying because if not nah, they're <laughs> gonna fuck with you Yeah, And uh, I remember like my wife comes over and like my fever was down. It was like a hundred degrees and her mom is a retired (laughs) nurse and her mother lost her fucking mind on me. So like the next time something happened, like I went over there and dude, I remember like I got, uh, I got food poisoning, like really bad food poisoning and I couldn't keep anything down. And I was like really, really weak. Yeah. It was just beans. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't Goya beans, that's why yeah, they weren't Goya. They beans. weren't Goya beans. Yeah, right. Um, and uh her mom like came over, picked me up, threw me in the back of the car. I woke up and I was at her house. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, I feel good. She's like, Yeah, I put an IV on you and this. I'm like, bitch, what? You did what? <laughs> the fuck? Like, she does not fuck around, dude. I was gonna say,
3: I did I did the thing that you know kept you alive, aka hydrating you because <laughs> yeah. you're excreting everything through your every orifice you have. That's
2: funny. It's like the other day I said a joke at the comedy club about how I love I'm a little I'm a little weird because I like chicks that have the same thing that dudes have. You know, that thing, Penises? that thing. Yeah. Uh no, yeah. armpits, armpit oh. hair, armpit <laughs> hair, you know. So, dude, I said that as soon as I said that the crowd just like was divided, like just like now. See, you guys were divided. Like he laughed, and you guys are like, Oh <laughs>
3: <laughs> I giggled.
2: Uh, dude. But now, nah, man, that's that's pretty much like a – That's why I do a lot of things, man. Like, Oh, I didn't finish saying that. I'm sorry, guys. Um, you know, one of the things I do comedy is because it helps me really like, it helps me just realize like, Oh, there's worse things that could happen. You know, like there's way worse things because let me tell you, 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 one of the things that going to war like helps helps is like, you really realize how much time you have. Like you really, really realize how much 24 hours is. Right. When you're running missions for 48 hours, you're just like, motherfucker. Oh, oh, where the fuck is this goddamn terrorist? Where is that mother? God that mother. What do you mean he's partying? The <laughs> fuck you mean? What the fuck do you mean he's fucking his courier? God fucking he's fucking the courier's goat. You motherfucker, dude. The, yeah, yeah. The where office the office fuck is Mohammed? <laughs> no, dude, I'm serious. This, this may or may not. Be it's, just, it's just, it's just the I've meme been. of him walking. What do you mean, Mohammed is fucking the goat? What the fuck do you? I've been here for fucking 40 hours. Oh, All dude. right, where the
3: fuck's Osama? I just. Oh, dude, yeah, no. And want, then you I kick just down want the door, to talk and you're li- I you you kick down the door to him.
2: There you go. You kick down the door, and you don't really want to talk to Mohammed. You really just want to fucking. You know what I'm saying? So anyways <laughs> yeah, you like,
3: It's you just, just that meme of like around. No I just want to talk to him I <laughs> yeah, just, just want to talk, talk to him I just want to <laughs>
2: talk to him So you learn patience <laughs> yeah. right? You learn, <laughs> you learn patience No for real You learn patience Because you realize like yeah, you, you realize it, you like know. Look by looking at other people Like when we had to do surveillance on people One of the things you realize Is how much time people waste Right Like that's why I told you in the beginning Before we started Remember what I said I said if I like you I talk to you If I don't like right. you I completely ignore you Because I'm not going to waste my time because my time is really fucking precious to me. And I would Eric say attest, you clearly
1: h- hate us based on you <laughs> fucking hate you
2: people. I hope that's understandable. You all fucking...
3: I am going to put it out there. Look, Eric I definitely Nick... hates us. We're Eric definitely,
2: you hate them because you showed up late.
0: Well, Nick is particular. Like, like, <laughs> oh, I get that. That's understandable. That's the most normal thing <laughs> I've isa- so Nick. far.
2: Damn, you shit it on that dude. The other two are okay, but you know. the other two are okay. So it's because he hasn't been on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right.
3: Does Nick just <laughs> refuse to show up for his recording? Yeah. His twenty-dollar oh, computer.
0: He yeah, <laughs> mic. And we couldn't get a good recording.
3: <laughs> yeah, Nick, get a fucking yeah. better mic. I know. Get the wow. same one Adam I and I have.
2: Oh, you too. <laughs> nah, we got an Origin PC coming, bro. We ordered. Hey, you got one? Nice. Yeah, we got one. I told you I wasn't fucking around. Like we got yes. one. Yeah. We got we got a the just the fucking Geoforce what? Air 3080 card is. oh you got some oh. teeth on that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You literally oh, got a. You cool. as a graphics oh,
3: card got better than Nick and I. Yeah, so, I, oh, have a 30, I have a
2: 3070. 30, oh, 30, oh, oh. Jeff has a 36. Oh, well, we know. We know. That's <laughs> why I good. was like, I was like, bro, and we got a table. So, like, the Rico podcast is going through some changes, right? Like, <laughs> we're no, 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 for real. We are, yeah. we are yeah, yeah. because Keep thinking about taking those. Uh, Anyways, those estrogen pills. Oh my God. (laughs) Anyways, I've I've heard that can cause sensitivity. So be careful. Oh, the podcast. Hold on a minute. God damn it, this (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) So you asked about the podcast earlier, too. One of the reasons I did the podcast, uh, and you'll laugh about this, was because Kevin Farley told me to.
3: Yeah, we talked about that on my Yeah, no, for real.
2: Kevin Farley, we did a show with Kevin Farley. Mm -hmm. I did not know who Kevin Farley was because I did not know who Chris chris farley was so when he arrived one of the comics was was with us and i'm just praying that this dude doesn't ask me a fucking thing i'm like he'll probably be like want to be left alone and the comic in the back is talking and like oh man this and that and i'm just like driving and like i'm not even doing shit right i'm not doing shit and i got a thing of cigars in the middle and he sees the cigars and he goes oh those are Davidoffs, offs and i was like yeah he goes where'd you get those i was like oh at the cigar shop would you like some He's like, oh, if they got Davidoffs, they have Ashtons. And I was like, uh, yeah, they do. He goes, Oh man, if you I'd kill if you could get me a pair. I go, dude, I got you. So I called the owner of the cigar shop. I said, Hey, Kevin Farty says he needs five ashton cigars. And he goes, Got them ready for you. Just pick them up. All right, I'll see you later, Christian. Bye. And I hung up and Kevin Farty looks at me. And he goes, Oh shit, you don't fuck around. so so i was like yeah he goes what's your name Well, this and that and then the comic in the back goes yeah richard doesn't know who your brother was he's from puerto rico he's never seen anything about you (laughs) and and he looks at me and he keeps talking to me and at one point he goes oh man i heard you were in the army (laughs) i was like yeah i was in the army because man, you got out, and you were never homeless or in a van down by the river, down on your luck. I was like, nah, man, I was. <laughs> Adam Adam gets it. I go, I go, nah, man, I was, I was pretty lucky, and I told him like my story, just like I told you guys, right? Just summarized. And he looks at me, he looks at the comment, He goes, I like you, Richard. And I was like, oh, oh okay, that, that was weird. So then I get home and I tell Eric and I tell my wife, and they both look at me like, why are you not laughing? And they pull up the Saturday night skit down by the river. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't know that that's what he was trying to do. And he just, like, realized, like, how little I knew. He's like, I like you. So, dude, we, we did a show with him. We sat with him for, what, two to three hours? Yeah. Two to three hours and talked. And at one point, um, he was asking me about my job as an interpreter. And we talked and whatnot. And then um, he uh, he, like, casually goes yeah, you know, I'm doing voice acting thanks to my good friend Bill Burr and Eric just jizz his pants. Like, just Eric right there. <laughs> Eric that's, just that, that's
3: No, that's an understandable reaction. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. See, Don't give see, it to him, Jeffrey. See, I Don't no, give it to I agree. Him. I, I agree. No, I, we, I think guy. we all kind of agree. Oh, my God. I think yeah. you're the one in the wrong. Yeah.
2: No, because I'm just like I'm talking hey. with Chris you know, with, with with fucking with you're Kevin. Like, if you were, if you were you're talking to Chris, hold on. You if were you were not talking not, to Chris, I got I got. I got not, listen, on, I'm well, Puerto Rican. Well, yeah, yeah, we, we was have, a to have you back on
3: car, 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 so. Fucking supernatural experience. Yeah. So
2: so so it was like really cool because we got to hang out with Kevin for like a couple hours and like you know in the middle of it he goes, dude, you should have a podcast. Like you know enough people. It's like no nah, no. Nah. And then two months later we fucking started the podcast and like. It just fucking took it's off. It's amazing
3: how podcasts start from other people telling you you should start a podcast. Dude, but someone so that, like that. That's how
1: that. I too. Yeah,
3: but yeah.
0: That, that wasn't the only reason, though. But what was the other started? reason?
2: What was the other reason?
0: Uh,
3: the estrogen we, we, pills. Yeah, was
2: like the estrogen. <laughs> the estrogen
0: pills. We had to afford the estrogen pills. But yeah. also, oh God, we got turned down. Scripts. We did uh, some scripts, and we got turned oh, down. Oh, God.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We talked
3: about Yeah,
0: no, yeah. we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. We, oh, we, yeah, yeah.
2: we did some. We got so... <laughs> We, that, uh, a, it was
3: for like a... Uh, it's a, it's a channel called Vet TV. Yeah,
2: yeah they're, they're super TV. They're super cool, man. They're super yes. cool, and shout out to Vet TV. Like they're, You got they turned really down, dope.
3: but then they asked you if you could do... Or you asked if you could do better material, a.k.a. a little bit darker, and they are like... No,
2: no, 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 no. I'll shit. I got you, man. I got you. So what happened was is we had a... We wanted to do a... They were doing a new show, and I can't recall the name of the show right now. They were doing a show, and they needed two people. So they we knew a guy that we were going to have him on the podcast that he was the, the producer for it. And he says, hey, man, I'd like for you to audition for this. And I go, I go, yeah, cool. I go and I just like randomly said, hey, I have a friend who's also a vet, like one of my best friends named Eric. Oh, we'll, we'll have him too. fuck it. Tell him to audition, too. So I was like, fuck. I told. so I texted Eric. I go, hey, we're going to audition for a show on Vet TV and this is how much you're going to pay us per day. And Eric thought I was fucking with him. He does <laughs> I do do that. I do fuck with Eric. That Harry doesn't lot. surprise me. And and then he gets here and then we get the phone call and they're like, hey, this is what you guys got to do. This is what we want to see. So they gave us a script. And in the script, you had to like write like an improv joke about it. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. And I was like, okay, let's see it. And then the one that stuck out was, you have someone who is on suicide watch, but he's a piece <laughs> of shit and everyone wants him dead. And you're the the, 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 the supervisor, guard. the watching guard him. watching him. Yeah. And it's your job to tell him nonchalantly to just, you know, finish it, right? Okay. Make it funny. So I just, like, looked at Eric, and, like, it was so funny. The first thing we said was Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> 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 I, just, I just looked at Eric. I go, private private Epstein. And then Eric goes. What do you think killed him, the two gunshots to the head or the hanging? Well, you know, what came first, the egg or the chicken? <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: I just find it odd that the guard and the videotape went out at the same time. That was,
2: that's just, you know, it, it's a good ghost. timing. Common. Yeah. That was, was a ghost. Yeah, that's very was, common.
0: Yeah.
2: Very oh, common. You know, cause I know whenever I, would all my do,
0: years to doing do suicide, security, watch, I've never you weren't actually that. allowed to leave. Yeah. I was yeah. going to
3: say all my years doing security, I've never had it correlate where a camera goes out and something bad happens in that
2: area. Usually the cameras are just out like permanently. Yeah. Don't you wish that that yeah, would absolutely. happen and all of a sudden a ghost <laughs> appears and just starts sucking your dick and you're like, Oh my god, the cameras went out. I wish you would suck and my what? dick, Nick and I. A haunted and I was like, wait a minute, outside. that happened to me.
1: That happened to me. No, I got no, I got <laughs> something on that. What the fuck you mean you
2: got something on that, bro? Uh,
0: that's right. Dick? We we worked at a haunted uh, racetrack. We, so. Yeah,
3: we were, we worked third shift at a haunted fucking building okay and, so it, was, and, a, it and, was a lot of no there was no sucking and, dick it was a lot of scary moments yeah a lot, like a lot what was, like what the
2: fuck happened so you there know, was a like...
3: time where Nick so it was you would have someone at dispatch <laughs> yeah, and I the other it. person would go on patrol and Nick was on patrol and he was on like so it was like a seven story building Nick was on like the third second or third level
0: yeah a third
3: and I'm in the dispatch room which is underground and I'm watching the cameras Nick's checking you have to check in every floor I'm watching Nick through the cameras. And Nick's walking. He calls in that he's on the third or second floor. I can't remember. I think it was second. And he calls in that he's there and he starts walking. I'm watching him on the cameras go like, you know, each fucking panel. And all of a sudden, Nick, I hear a loud because obviously security cameras on a slight delay. They're not like yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. And um, I hear this loud fucking boom. <clears throat> Just I'm in the basement. And it's just loud as shit. And I'm watching the camera. I'm like, what the fuck? And Nick just jumps and like turns around. Nick's like looking around and Nick's, Nick calls it in. And he's like, "Uh, something just fell, I think. And I was like, dude, I felt it rattle down here. <laughs> and I left dispatch to go up with Nick. Looked around. Nothing knocked over. Nothing like we're looking at the Maybe ceiling. It was we're the walk- ghost
2: landing to give you a blowjob. And then you fucking look, scared the ghost the oh, Yeah, so. I should have been walking around with my dick out of my pants. The time. <laughs> You're right. That's well, what I'm doing. The so next, if I'm ever on Ghost Adventures, I've Here I had
0: I had doors open and close on me that were latched that I had just latched.
2: That's the ghost inviting you to get it? your whoa, dick whoa, whoa, so sucked. It
1: was a bathroom. It was a bathroom. Yep. Uh, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna glory go.
2: hole. You never know what's on the other side. We're actually gonna make a Goya a Goya commercial. <laughs> now that we're gonna oh, no, God. we're trying to get sponsored by them. Yeah. No hand job. No.
3: Damn it. Yeah. What about over the pants hand jobs? No.
0: OTP. Is, t- <laughs> Is that a can of goya in your pants? It's, oh
2: my you god! You happy to see <laughs> No. <laughs> Please don't. Um,
1: so on that note, oh my god. Um, I'd like to thank the audience. Thanks, Adam, for ruining for the us. whole thing. And I'd like to thank I'd like oh, to I thank Richard breathe. and his co-hosts for stopping by. <laughs> 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 oh fuck
2: uh, oh, dude no i appreciate you guys having us man that's hilarious let me know it's when this fun. comes it's out a good time yeah. you finally yeah. got
3: to see us all together instead of just individually yeah. which i suck at because i am not an interesting person yeah uh
1: <laughs> do you want to plug yourself <laughs> just, again before yeah you go?
2: <laughs> yeah man uh first of all thanks for having us dude like we yeah, appreciate no this a lot because i know i know how you know time is pretty precious man that's what I always tell people. So we always appreciate when people do this, you can follow us on uh, Rico podcast. That's pretty much on Facebook. We're going to do an Instagram and start doing memes just because we have enough episodes that we can make memes out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to happen. Uh, and then stick around and follow the, the Facebook page. Cause we'll be doing a Patreon now that we have a new computer and <clears throat> we have some sponsors, you know, we're sponsored by Thorn supplements and then pretty soon going to be sponsored by Davidoff Cigars so hopefully that'll that'll, yeah. that'll 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 manifest itself here really soon so yes definitely yeah <laughs> right. the I, finest, need man. Some... I need a good cigar now fuck dude it's one of the best cigars in the world best best cigars in the world hands Nick, down think we gotta find them oh yeah <laughs> see if, right. if they would have sponsored me I would send y'all some. Well, we're not yeah, to set us up again. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Get, get
1: them to sponsor us?
2: Nah. <laughs> you gotta like cigars, my man. Here's here's the best advice I you can give cigars. Yeah. other love them. I, I don't
1: smoke, but they, they love them. See, that's
2: them. the thing is you gotta you gotta ask for things that you like. Like that's what we did. Yeah. We just like I was like the the worst case scenario is the best case scenario. We we email a bunch of people that for for sponsorship that we don't like, and then they say yes. Or the people that we do like all say yes. It's the best and the worst case scenario and we can choose, but I'd rather choose from things that I like than from things that I don't like. yeah. yeah. That's why, like, it's it's like everybody We yeah, gotta get says, more ballsy with our fucking sponsorships, boys. You, do, you yeah. do. And, dude, I can I can help you all with that because I'm helping out a friend of mine right now with it because I just asked. It's just I have a, a very... I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you what I do. I'll stick around with this. But I appreciate right. you guys for having us, man.
1: Yeah. Um, if you liked the episode, tell us your thoughts and join the conversation over on Facebook or on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for You Hate to See It. Um, You can also help us out by becoming a patron to the podcast. By becoming a patron, you get access to our private Discord server, our monthly movie review, and you even get access to unedited video versions of our episodes. All links are in the episode description. All right, that's it for this week. Um, We hate to say goodbye, but but we'll see you next time.
3: (laughs) It could have been good if you didn't fuck it.
1: (laughs) I'll edit it out.
3: (laughs) Ah! No, you aren't. (laughs)